Today we have our Blessed by the Best stewardship program, so I'm going to invite a parishioner to come up. This is Mr. Jim Casey, so I'm going to grab Jim, and he's going to come up, and he's going to share with you, as he describes it, his treasured Catholic faith. Let's give him a hand. Awesome. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. And we're just going to say a little prayer for Jim as he shares with us his treasured Catholic faith. And Lord, we ask you to bless Jim as he shares with us and how you've blessed him here in his whole life, but here at St. Charles particularly as we look at how blessed by the best we are. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Mm -hmm. Well, my name is Jim Casey, as you just heard. And Father John has asked me to comment on my history and experience at St. Charles. After World War II, I returned to UC Berkeley. I finished my degree in civil engineering and went to work for the State Bridge Department for eight years. Then I went to the city of San Diego and for 32 years uh, worked as a um, civil engineer. The last 12 years as a city of San Diego city engineer. Then I worked as a consultant on the Construction Industry Federation and finally as a public works consultant and a participant on dispute review boards retiring in 2007. Father asked me to get through my <laughs> history. So Mary Louise and I have always been happy parishioners here for the last 23 years. We came to San Diego in 1956 and joined Sacred Heart Church in OB where we enrolled our oldest son, Patrick, into their kindergarten, and for the next 29 years, we had at least one of our nine children involved in Sacred Heart Academy. And because our home was closer to St. Charles than to Sacred Heart, and because of its beauty and outstanding academy, the warmth of its parishioners, and the pastor at that time, Father Freud Durow, also, our youngest daughter, Maureen, had had her two children attending the academy, and as a result, in 1998, we left Sickard Heart and became happy parishioners here at St. Charles. With our nine and Maureen's three children in almost continuous attendance from 1955 to 2016, it's pretty obvious that we were strong boosters of Catholic ruling both because of the, the beauty of the, of the teaching, the uh, quality of the teaching, and the uh, time when they're, they're badly needed. As a parishioner, as a parishioner of St. Charles, I have so greatly benefited spiritually from our Sunday and daily masses and their homilies, the availability of the Adoration Chapel, our daily Zoom rosary group, our weekly men's ministries, and our many other spiritual activities and committees. I have always looked at St. Charles as my home away from home, filled with very active and loving parishioners, always ready to help in all ways. It's been a place for quiet contemplation, spiritual growth, and personal help from the pastor, particularly our Father John. Our church is unlike many other parishes whose mass goers immediately bolt for their cars and leave immediately after mass. Our parishioners congregate, converse, and with great interest and affection for each other. 
At St. Charles, you are loved is not just a slogan. It is instead a very real reality. My personal example of receiving such parish love and affection is this. Because I can no longer drive or to daily or Sunday masses, no less than seven very wonderful parishioners pick me up at home each and transfer me to church and back to home. They have been doing this for over five months. For this, I give my very heartful thanks to Jerry Stradaski, Eileen Dealey, Mike Dunlevy, Joey Giacalone, Sandy Finling, Lee, and Joyce Tucker. Talk about love and friendship. I give, give their names because they mean so much to me. After my final retirement, I became involved in repair work on the church, the hall, the improvements, the academy, as well as Knights of Columbus occasional projects, all of which were very rewarding. I was a very verbal and an avid booster for the construction of the Adoration Chapter by writing letters of encouragement, completing it with pictures of other chapels, all extolling their benefits and results. This all stemmed from my daughter, Sheila, who's right here, taking me up to St. John's Adoration Chapel and then Sanitas and citing the great impact it had upon conversions there, as well as a deepening of her own and others' faith. I also noted the three churches in San Francisco who have adoration chapels had reported markedly greater numbers of religious vocation compared with the rest of the diocese. So what a magnificent addition to St. Charles has this adoration chapel been. If you have not been there, please go there. In my life, I've been so greatly blessed. My wife, Mary Louise, unfortunately now beset with dementia. My children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren my St. Charles Borromeo, and all my life experiences, and overall, my treasured Catholic faith. As a final suggestion, and this is totally my own and in no way a direction or request of Father John, I suggest that each of us review the amount of our weekly contribution, which may have been set many years ago, and reconsider as of today how much inflation may have devalued that amount. I know I have got to do that. And in closing, remember you are blessed by the best. Thank you so much, Jim. Just uh, you can maybe see that I know you want to give him a standing ovation and he definitely deserves that. Talk about a true hero in our midst. So thank you. Um, just, a, just a couple things on that. We are blessed by what you call, again, your treasured faith. In a, a couple minutes here, we're going to be able to, to give back to the blessing of God and for the work of his kingdom. Jim will turn 96 on March 24th, 96 years old. I am so inspired by him. He comes to daily Mass. If anybody has an excuse not to, it's Jim. He met Mary Louise Fogarty at the Newman Club dance 
when they, just after college, he was eyeing her the whole night, and finally, he got the last dance with her. And then right after that, he asked for her number. And you know what she said? No. <laughs> I don't do that, but you can look it up in the book. Guess what Jim did? <laughs> he looked it up in the book, and they ended up getting married a year later. Nine children, 19 grandchildren, three great-grandchildren. And Beckett's here. He's a great-grandchild up here in the front row as well as other members of his family. So we welcome you today and thank you for being here and sharing your, your dad with us. He's married 70 years. 70 years. Isn't that beautiful? That is, that's, that's heroic. We thank sports people and movie stars. No, 70 years of marriage. And that speaks to the, the greatness and grace of God. And so just knowing Jim and his desire We've had many discussions. He comes to, maybe I'm not supposed to say this, but comes to confession at least once a month. He's here at daily mass. He just wants to be right with God, wants to love his family, and give his heart for his treasured faith. And that's so meaningful. Mr. Casey and Jim, we just so blessed by you. So we just share that to say, when we're asking for stewardship and investment here, which we're going to ask in a moment, to think about that and to say, how could you not bless this activity out of any activity in life? How can we not give money to this? How can we not be inspired by Jim and his life of faith? And we've been so blessed. This community is growing and growing and more and more connections. And it's what it's all about. It's all about community. Not community in ourselves, but community in our treasured faith in Jesus Christ. So that's what community is all about, is us gathering together and Jesus feeding us in word and sacrament so that we can live the best life possible and, and flourish. So what we're going to do now is, I hope you've been praying about this. You are at home. If you want to, you can go to our website, St. Charles. What I want to close to you, just something touching about Jim. And pray that I don't cry, okay? So I was over there the other day, Mary Louise. He takes so good care of her, and we were going to meet, and she's bed, bedridden, dementia, and before Jim and I went into the other room to talk about his faith life, his Catholic faith life, his treasured faith life, he sang a song to her. I want to just give you the words of that song, and the words are this. I think the title of the song, I, I kind of looked it up and tried to get it, is I Love You. I love you, deed I do. I love you. If you don't love me too, I'll die. But remember it's true when I say I love you. It's a sin to tell a lie. Many a heart has been broken, but these words left unspoken, I love you, deed I do, I love you. If you don't love me too, I'll die. But remember it's true when I say I love you. It's a sin to tell a lie. And then he kissed her twice on the, the lips. And then we, and he sings that to her twice every night before she goes to sleep. It's so much like Jesus. Jesus isn't a liar. He loves us. And Jim shares that love of his treasured faith. How could we not support that? Amen.